welcome 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 ladies and gentlemen uh we are back you know with sports with jesus but today today is something special this is the beginning of uh you know a new segment uh, a new little episode well it's not really an episode it's the lord's word you know it's the lord's word i made a promise to you guys yesterday that uh, in the last episode, you know, that the, if that the Knicks, they force a game six, you know, I will begin our first, uh, you know, our first reading of, you know, the Bible. Because, you know, we have a lot to cover in the Bible. You know, it's a really long, uh, really long book. And, you know, one episode, you know, is, is not going to cut it. You know, it's, it, it's just too much, you know. So we got to we got to make little episodes of, you know, us just reading the Lord's word. And, uh, you know, I like to title this, you know, the Lord's word, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not final, but it's what we're going to stick to for now. And, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, we're just going to read the Bible, you know, we're just going to read the Bible, you know, the Lord's word and, uh, you know, for a little bit because, uh, you know, I'm doing this before work. So, you know, we're just going to do it for 15 minutes, 15 nice little minutes of, you know, reading the Lord's word. And, uh, you know, we're just going to get right into it. Um, you know, we left off yesterday at uh, Genesis 14 or in the last episode, Genesis 14. And, uh, you know, we're just going to we're going to continue from there. And, you know, let's just get right into it, man. Um, we'll just get right into it. Nothing else has to be said. Um, you know, the next one. But this is not about sports. This is strictly about the Lord's word. And, uh. Let's get right into it, man. Uh, the last thing we left off is Lot and Abram. They went their separate ways. You know, Lot went left and Abram went right, you know. So uh, let's get right into it, man. Lot is captured. Uh-oh. After they separated, Lot got captured. Oh, no. So here we go. Amraphel was the king of Babylonia. Ariash was the king of Elsar. Kedorlamur, Kedorlamur was the king of Elam. And Tidal was the king of Goim. All these kings fought a war against King Bera of Saddam, King Bersha of Gomorrah, King Shinab of Adma, King Shemeber of Zeboim, and the king of Bela. Bela is also called Zor. All these kings joined their armies in the valley of Sidim. These kings had served Kedalormar for 12 years. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the names, you know. They're, they're a little hard to pronounce, but you know what it is if you're following with us. This is the easy-to-read version, by the way. Um, but in the 13th year, they all rebelled against him. So in the 14th year, King Kedalormar, King Kedor. Lamer, Kedor Lamer, and the kings with him came to fight against them. Kedor Lamer and the kings with him defeated the Rephites. In Astaroth, Karnem, they also defeated Zuzites in Ham. They defeated the Emites in Shava, Kiriathiam, and they defeated the Horites, who lived in the area from the hill country of Ser. To El Paran. Then King Kedolamar turned back, went to En Mishpat, 
and defeated the Amalekites. 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 He also defeated the Amorites living in Hazazan. Tamar. <laughs> These names, man. Um, at that time, the kings of Saddam, Gomorrah, Admam, Zeboim, and Bela joined together to fight against their enemies in the valley of Sidim. They fought against King Kedolamar of Alam, King Tidal of Goim, King Amraphel of Babylonia, and King Ariash of El Elasar. So there were four kings fighting against five. There were many holes filled with tar in the valley of Sidim. When the kings of, when the kings of Saddam and Gomorrah and their armies ran away, some of the soldiers fell into these holes. But the others ran away to the mountains. So Kedorlamar and his armies took everything that the people of Saddam and Gomorrah owned. They took all their food and clothing and left. Lot, the son of Abram's brother, was living in Saddam. And they captured him. They also took everything he owned and left. One of the men who escaped went to Abram, the Hebrew and told him what happened. Abraham was camped near the trees of Memory, the Amorite. Memory, Eshkol, and Aner had made an agreement to help each other, and they also had signed an agreement to help Abraham. When Abraham learned that Lot was captured, he called all of his family together. There were 318 trained soldiers. He led the man and chased the enemy all the way to the town of Dan. The night he and his men made a surprise attack against the enemy, they defeated them and chased them to Hobah, north of Damascus. Then Abram brought back everything the enemy had stolen, as well as the woman and servants and his nephew Lot, and everything Lot owned. Then Abram went home after he defeated Kedulamar, and the kings with him. On his way home, the king of Saddam went out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh. Melchizedek, the king of Salon, and the priest of God Most High, also went to meet Abram. He brought bread and wine. He blessed Abram and said, Abram, may you be blessed by the God Most High, the one who made heaven and earth. And we praise God Most High who helped you defeat your enemies. Abraham gave Melchizedek one-tenth of everything he had taken during the battle. Then the king of Saddam told Abraham, Give me my people who were captured, but you can keep everything else. But Abraham said to the king Saddam, I promise the Lord, the God Most High, the one who made heaven and earth, I promise that I will not keep anything that is yours, not even a thread or a sandal strap. I don't want you to say, I don't want you to say, I made Abraham rich. The only thing I will accept is the food that my young men have eaten. But you should give the other men their share. Take what we want in the battle. And give some to Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. These men helped me in the battle. After all these things happened, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. God said, Abram, don't be afraid. 
I will defend you and give you a great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, there is nothing you can give me that will make me happy, because I have no son. My slave, Eliezer, from Damascus, will get everything I own after I die. Abram said, You have given me no son, so a slave born in my house will get everything I have. Then the Lord spoke to Abram and said, The slave will not be the one to get what you have. You will have a son who will get everything you own. Then God led Abram outside and said, Look at the sky. See the many stars? There are so many you cannot count them. Your family will be like that. Abram believed the Lord. And because of his faith, and because of this faith, the Lord accepted him as one who has done what is right. He said to Abram, I am the Lord who led you from Ur of Babylonia. I did this so that I could give you this land. You will own this land. But Abram said, Lord God, how can I be so sure that I will get this land? God said to Abram, we will make an agreement. Bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old goat, a three-year-old ram, a dove, and a young pigeon. Abram brought all these animals to God. Abram killed these animals and cut each of them into two pieces. Then he laid each half across from the other half. He did not cut the birds into two pieces. Later, the large birds flew down to eat the animals, but Abram chased them away. The sun began to go down and Abram got very sleepy. While he was asleep, a very terrible darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to Abram, You should know this. Your descendants will live in a country that is not their own. They will be strangers there. The people there will make them slaves and be cruel to them for 400 years. But then I will punish the nation that made them slaves. Your people will leave that land and they will take many good things with them. You yourself will live to be very happy. You, will, you yourself will live to be very old. You will die in peace and will be buried with your family. After four generations, your people will come to this land again and defeat the Amorites. That will happen in the future because the Amorites are not yet guilty enough to lose their land. After the sun went down, it got very dark. The dead animals were still on the ground. Each animal cut into two pieces. Then smoking, then a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between the halves of the dead animals. So on that so on that day the Lord made a promise an agreement with Abram. He said, "I will give this land to your descendants. I will give them the land between the river of Egypt and the great river of Euphrates. This is the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, Kadamanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Rephaites, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. Uh-oh. Let us continue to Genesis 16. Sarai was Abram's wife, but she did not have any children. She had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. Sarai told Abram, The Lord has not allowed me to have children, so sleep with my slave. 
Maybe she can have a son and I will accept it as my own. Abram did what Sarai said. So after living 10 years in the land of Canaan, Sarai gave her Egyptian slave to Abram as a second wife. Abram slept with, the, with Hagar and she became pregnant. When Hagar realized this, she became very proud and began to feel that she was better than Sarai, her owner. Then Sarai said to Abram, My slave girl now hates me and I blame you for this. I gave her to you and she became pregnant. Then she began to feel that she is better than I am. I want the Lord to judge which of us is right. But Abram said to Sarai, she is your slave. You can do anything you want to her. So Sarai was cruel to Hagar, and Hagar ran away. Uh-oh. The angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring of water in the desert. The spring was by the road to Shur. The angel said, Hagar, Sarai's slave girl, why are you here? Where are you going? Hagar said, I am running away from Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Sarai is your owner. Go home to her and obey her. The angel of the Lord also said, From you will come many people, too many people to count, the angel of the Lord said. Hagar, you are now pregnant and you will have a son. You will name him Ishmael because the Lord has heard that you were treated badly. Ishmael will be wild and free like a wild donkey. He will be against everyone and everyone will be against him. He will move from place to place and camp near his brothers. The Lord talked to Hagar. She began to use a new name for God. She said to him, you are God who sees me. She said this because she thought, she said this because she thought, I see that even in this place, God sees me and cares for me. So the well, so the, so the well there were, so the well there was called the well, you know, there was a well. It was called Beer Lahar, Lahai Roy. It is between Kadesh and Bered. Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, and Abram named the son Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born from Hagar. All right, guys, we got time for one more chapter. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him. He said, I am God all-powerful. Obey me and live the right way. If you do this, I will prepare an agreement between us. I will promise to make your people a great nation. Then Abram bowed down before God. God said to him, this is my part of the agreement. I will make you the father of many nations. I will change your name from Abram to Abraham. Because I am making you the father of many nations. I will give you many descendants, new nations. And kings will come from you. And I will prepare an agreement between me and you. This agreement will also be for all your descendants. It will continue forever. I will be your God and the God of all your descendants. And I will give you this land to you. 
And I will give this land to you and to all your descendants. I will give you the land you are traveling through, the land of Canaan. I will give you this land forever, and I will be your God. Then God said to Abraham, Now this is your part of the agreement. You and all your descendants will obey my agreement. This is my agreement that all of you must obey. This is the agreement between me and you and all your descendants. Every male must be circumcised. You will cut the skin to show that you follow the agreement between me and you. When the baby boy is eight days old, you will circumcise him. Every boy, every boy born among your people and every boy who is, your, who is a slave of your people must be circumcised. So every baby boy in your nation will be circumcised. Every boy who is born from your family or brought as a slave will be circumcised. Abraham, this is the agreement between you and me. Any male who is not circumcised will be cut off from his people because he has broken my agreement. God said to Abraham, I will give Sarai, your wife, a new name. Her new name will be Sarah. I will bless her. I will give her a son and you will be the father. She will be the mother of many nations of many new nations. Kings of nations will come from her. Abraham bowed his face to the ground to show he respected God, but he laughed and said to himself, I am a hundred years old. I cannot have a son. And Sarah is 90 years old. She cannot have a child. Then Abraham said to God, I hope Ishmael will live and serve you. God said, no, I said that your wife will have a son. You will name him Isaac. I will make my agreement with him that will continue forever with all his descendants. You mentioned Ishmael and I heard you. You mentioned Ishmael and I heard you. I will bless him and he will have many children. He will be the father of 12 great leaders. His family will become a great nation. But I will make my agreement with Isaac, the son who Sarah will have. He will be born at this same time next year. After God finished talking with Abraham, God went up to heaven. Then Abraham gathered together Ishmael and all the slaves born in this house. He also gathered all the slaves he had brought. He had bought. Every man and boy in Abraham's house was gathered together, and they were all circumcised. Abraham circumcised them that day, just as God had told him to. Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised, and Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised. Abraham and his son were circumcised on the same day. Also on that day, all the men in Abraham's house were circumcised. All the slaves born in his house and all the slaves he had bought were circumcised. So that is the conclusion of the Lord's word. Thank you guys for listening and, you know, for continuing to, you know, tune into the podcast. Um, I thank you guys. The Lord thanks you. We all thank you. Um, have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sports with Jesus, Jesus, a.k.a. the Lord's Word.